Welcome to the Propane Business Podcast. I'm Johnny. And I'm Yusuf. We set up and built propanefitness.com into the profitable semi-automated system that it is today, which allowed us to quit our corporate jobs and coach online full-time. More importantly, we were able to do this without a huge online audience or being glued to social media every day. We're now ready to share everything from the failures we've made to the systems that now consistently generate hundreds of thousands in revenue. We help personal trainers, coaches, and gym owners do the same by avoiding the mistakes we've made and the best practices going forward. Subscribe to this podcast to learn what we're doing and what we've done to build and scale propanefitness.com. We'll be teaching you how to generate a steady flow of online clients, win at Facebook ads, automate your coaching systems, and to achieve financial independence. Welcome to the Propane Business Podcast. You're here with your hosts, Yusuf and Johnny. No. No. That's not the intro. That's Simple the fitness rules, intro. Dramatic results. Yeah, we, we actually, just a story for you guys listening, we had to pay a voice actor to do that. And she did about four variants of my name. And the one that's remaining, like, it's close enough, but... Yusuf and Johnny. People make a real pig's dinner of it. Well, we we do the intro for this one. We do. Do you it's know what the intro long. is? Someone messaged us saying I skip through the intro every time because it's I've heard it a thousand times. Well, begs the question. I don't know who that person is. Is that person a client? Uh, I can't remember. But what doesn't have an intro on? is all of the modules in inside the Propane Business portal. So if you want to hear more of us, but without an annoying intro, then... Without the ads. You know where just to go. So today we are breaking the fourth wall because we were having a discussion about doing the next podcast episode. You might have noticed if you're a fervent podcast listener that we've dropped the frequency from three times a week to two times a week and now to once a week. And Johnny's been looking at the analytics and we've spotted a curious pattern, which is that dropping the frequency of our podcast episodes hasn't really dropped the traffic and number of downloads, at least not proportionally. Yeah. And then we were like, hmm, what topics should we do? And we thought, well, actually, we've kind of covered pretty much everything that we want to say about building an online fitness business that like genuinely there's what 150 episodes now of this there is a wealth of stuff and we get messages every day from people saying guys like i can't believe this podcast is free because i've learned so much from it and more this might be episode 150 unless we've got one in the one in the chamber this might be the 150th episode there we go and that was by complete accident wasn't it (laughs) so so yeah and we've had people say like you know i've signed up for x person's course or whatever and actually the podcast is i've learned much more from the podcast than that so we have gone around the houses with it and we're thinking now like rather than just churning new topics for the sake of it we either will take a break from this or if you guys have any questions for us if you have anything that you think ah, oh, i really want to know about this and it's not been covered then urgently you must get in touch <laughs> a matter of absolute priority (laughs) yeah well so the i guess as a way of helping you in learning how we are looking at this decision is whenever you're trying to well run an online business i guess in any industry you do just have to look at what's working what's not working how are we allocating kind of the time and the money 
in the team, in the business to move things forward as efficiently as possible. And we, we like doing the podcast. Like it's, it's, it's enjoyable. It's fun, but I don't really know who the new, well, I think what we aren't clear on and we can't see this, right? I you know what we can't see comments or likes or anything. There's just some people listen to it. And occasionally some of you get in touch and occasionally some of you sign up for propane business, but there's a lot more of you than those numbers, right? There's, there's thousands of downloads and, it doesn't. It doesn't turn into thousands of customers. So, we don't really know what each additional episode you guys are getting out of, and so or what you guys are getting out of every additional episode. Because as Yusuf says, like there is just a fixed amount of things we can say, really, without it being actually not that helpful. Because past what we've given you guys for free, the next step is is looking at specifically where you are at and how all of this helps. It's like the fitness podcast is. Hours and hours. I think there's 300 fitness episodes. Is that right? Probably, yeah. It's There's 450 articles, and that's after culling some of the old embarrassing ones. Yeah. And, yeah, two, maybe 250, 280 podcasts. I don't think we've ever had anybody get in touch and say, I'm now shredded because of the podcast. <laughs> have we? I don't, maybe we have. But, like, we've never had any fitness before and afters because of the podcast. <laughs> and I think it's kind of the same thing here because like you can do 300 episodes talking about calorie balance and progressive overload and like different dieting tactics and stuff we've tried. But like what the people listening really need is all of that information condensed into, well, what do you need to focus on? Yeah. I, uh, so personally, when I'm listening to a podcast, it's because I'm flirting with the topic. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm interested in it and I want to learn a bit. And you pick up lessons and things, but actually, like, you don't, because you're driving or you're walking or something when you're listening to a podcast, it's not the kind of thing where you sit down and you're like, right, God, I need to take some notes on this. Like, I really, I need to sit down and work through this as a, as a workbook. It's not the right medium for it. If you want that, you would read a book or an audio book or a course. And there's probably one podcast where I have felt like that, and that was the naval wealth chapter and surprise surprise it was a chapter from a book it wasn't a, it was just you know happened to be on a podcast feed and i listened to it and thought that was almost that was so dense in information i'm gonna have to just stop listening go back another time <laughs> with a pen and paper and figure you know write it all out so yeah and from a selfish perspective we look at the content that we do and we say okay is it feed content or search-based content? And if it's if it's feed-based, you've got to always feed the beast. It's an unfortunate truth, and it does give you a kind of trickle of customers over time. You don't really get much benefit from an old post that you wrote a year ago on Twitter or Instagram, or actually you do on Twitter, but that's just, Twitter kind of has a bit of a hybrid search thing. Um, something like podcast or youtube um we tend to get a lot of traffic from certain key old videos and and podcasts and each additional one is basically stepping up to the what do you call it stepping up to the thing where you have the bat <laughs> the base first base first base and taking a swing and sometimes you hit a home run sometimes you don't but if we've done 150 episodes and the goal of the podcast really is to convert a new customer, it's to get someone to sign up for either 
a fitness program with us or to get you to sign up with our propane business program and help you grow your, your online fitness business. If you've been listening through from episode one to up to 150 and you've not bought yet, first of all, what are you doing? Stop floating <laughs> with the idea and just, <laughs> just shit just or get book off. Book a pod. bloody call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but secondly, if you have loads of people like that, they're probably not going to buy on episode 151. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, as you said, the, the selfish truth of it is like it, it is becoming not, not that it's not worth our time, but the, the, the gain from every additional episode isn't as, as strong as it used to be because frankly, to give you guys some insight into how, how this actually plays out for us, we do get regular customers signing up from the podcast and that's fantastic. And the people who sign up from the podcast are really good customers because they have come from listening to hours of content, hours of us messing around usually, think this looks great, I know what would be better, I want the paid premium experience of listening to these guys tell me, tell me and, and these guys helping me. So they end up being really good customers. But it's quite rare, to be honest, that they say anything like, I listened to episode one, and now here I am on episode 150, and it's taken me this long to make a decision. Usually it's like, last week, I was searching through Spotify, I found an old episode you did, I binge listened about 10, 20 hours of the podcast, which incidentally is, is the minority of the total episodes, <laughs> and then booked the call. Right, because... If you think about it this way, like how many times do you need 150 hours of exposure to something before you make a formal inquiry? Like it's not very often. So all the episodes are still going to be there. Like this is how we are looking at it. Like all the episodes still exist and that we're not going to take them down. And whether we add a hunt, uh, up to episode 200 or not, those th- that we can still continue to help people who are new to our world, um, who find us through advertising, who join our email list, who get introduced to the podcast. Like there's 150 plus hours of material there for free that they can go through. And the way we look at it, I think, is if, well, if that's not enough, probably another 50 hours isn't going to tip the scales. What's what's the good news then for, for, for online coaches is that if you are thinking of setting up a podcast and you're like, oh God, that's a, a big commitment and it's a perpetuity and whatever, like rest assured that a podcast is an incredible conversion tool. Absolutely yeah. incredible. Because you're not going to get to know someone that well from writing copy or getting someone on your email list even like email list is, is not bad um you know you're, you're in their private inbox but a podcast you are having a conversation with the people who follow you and you're joining them in their commute in the mornings like you you know all of that stuff so as a tool it's fantastic um so if you can bear in mind like what's the minimum effective dose or what's the kind of 80 20 it's creating enough content to be found through people searching for your specific expertise or niche. And with fitness, you're going to have to be quite specific with that because a lot of the big topics are kind of covered. But then also it allows you to build a relationship at scale with people. So we're not saying don't do a podcast. Um, We're not saying don't make content. Like You absolutely need to, but you need to look at what's the high yield parts of that? How can I get the most out of it? And then... How, where can I spend the majority of my my time? It may be that continuing to do an ongoing podcast for you works best if if that's what your numbers are telling you. If you're getting inquiries of people saying like, oh, "I can't wait for the next episode," and I want want to know about this, or you know, or it's the recent episodes that are doing best for you. Sometimes that happens, especially early on when you're growing a podcast. They, there's a momentum effect, and it kind of compounds. And so, if things are growing, don't stop. Like, you know, if if you talk to Chris, he would say. 
you know, it was episode 100 when things were only just Chris, getting Chris started. Chris from Modern Wisdom. Modern Wisdom, yeah. So things were only just getting started when he was hitting 100, 100 episodes. And then he started putting them up on YouTube and taking clips of them and repurposing. And, and now he's on millions of listens across various platforms. So, yeah. And it's very easy, I think, to look at people like Chris or like Joe Rogan or the classic examples that people cite who run big podcasts and think, well, that's if I want a podcast for my business, then I need to do the same thing. But if you look at what the goal of those podcasts are, it's not to support an existing business, typically. It's to basically to monetize the podcast itself. So it is all about downloads. It's all about growing that weekly, monthly, and episode download number so that they can sell ad space on the on the, on the platform. It's the same as people who are building a big Instagram following or building a big YouTube channel, or building a big following on anything really, is usually because the thing that is valuable to those people is the number itself, the number of followers, the number of downloads, the number of subscribers, because that's what their business is in this context. For us, to be honest, like if there was 10 downloads a month of this podcast, but every single one of those people got in touch, became a client, worked with us in some way, fantastic. Like that's the podcast doing its job. So it is more relevant when you're when you're building content platforms to support a business. You said some videos that Yusuf did on YouTube years ago, people will watch as a result of finding us and they'll watch it. And it's still just as valuable now as it was then, and then buy something as a result. We don't care whether that how many views that video has. That's not why we've made it. We don't care how many downloads a podcast has. It's just, well, who is it who is hearing it and how is it helping them? And is that helping them move? towards the, the right direction we want people to move in in the context of, of, the, of the rest of the business. It's a weird game to play because, yes, you have traffic and you have conversions and you can optimise for one or you can optimise for the other. Now, if you just optimised for traffic and had no conversion potential, you'd have a certain set of problems and, and vice versa with the other one. But there is kind of a sweet spot where you you, you still want to do the clickbait thing you still want to make your content juicy and enjoyable to click on and um addictive and um, appeal to people's desires and search terms and all that stuff because if you can get it in front of a lot of people a certain percentage of them will convert so it's still a case of like you know yes in theory you could have a podcast with 10 listeners a month and all of them buy you'd have to nail you convert you have to be darren brown basically um <laughs> Darren Brown, but with terrible SEO. Um, <laughs> whereas, alternatively, if you're one of these like YouTube channels where people dress up as um, Spider-Man and hump each other, it's not like it, you might get lots of traffic, but it, you can't sell something very well onto that either. So, it's finding the sweet spot. Yeah, there's the the example that's given in the the advertising world of like, I would happily pay a thousand pounds a click if every click bought my program. <laughs> Right, if every click became a lead and every lead became a customer. So, but that, I think there is what that's illustrating is that the quality of the traffic is actually very important. It's easy to overlook. So, a an influencer on Instagram might have a lot of traffic, but if they try to sell something that they had produced that is a program or a product or a coaching service, they may, and we've spoken to people who have this problem, they will struggle to convert that traffic into a sale because the quality of the traffic, not that they're like, low quality people who follow them but it's there's a mismatch in terms of why somebody's following them what they're expecting from that relationship like i follow you because you upload like 
very sexually charged photos and that's what I like to look at on my way to work on a Monday morning. So, so it's yeah, just like, selling me an ebook. How dare you? Well, that's it. You know, ha- half the entire world's population likes sexy women, <laughs> May- maybe slightly more. So or slightly less. Or slightly, yeah. So um, yeah, I suppose it depends on the net number of gay men versus <laughs> gay women, doesn't it? But um, but yeah, like and gay. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> but like, yeah, okay. Like, I'll set up a profile of, of of me as a sexy woman, and get lots of people that click on it. You're like, well, okay. All you've done there is appeal to a desire that you can't really monetize on, unless you sell. I suppose if you do OnlyFans, and that's why a lot of like supposedly fitness influencers have an OnlyFans. And actually, I think that's a perfectly rational thing for them to do because that's why most of their followers are following them in the first place yeah i think there's there's certainly an ethical thing of like should they be going down that route and what are the kind of consequences of that from we'll not we'll not get into that it's a a big thing well i wonder um, if they they call themselves like a fitness profile either so that their friends and family can they can maintain some semblance of like oh no it's not a porny profile it's just this or Mm. um so that they can like people can follow them without feeling guilty. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But the, just to circle, circle back to the the original topic, even though that was incredibly relevant, um, the, the problem you have to solve in an online business, because we don't have a shop where people come in, people aren't filling out a survey of where they heard about it. Well, they are, but it's not very accurate. Um, We have to basically solve this like attribution problem of we're doing all these things, and we have customers and the business is generating revenue and we have an amount of time and an amount of capital and how do we know what's working so that we can make that better how do we know that what we're spending a lot of time doing that isn't really working so we can just do less of it um and that's quite a hard problem to solve really when you're doing lots of stuff and we are now doing lots of stuff um and so one of the best ways to test stuff is to to take it away or stop and see what happens as a result. Like, how do you really assess the impact of one thing? Well, if I take that away and suddenly the numbers change, well, now we know, right? It can only have been, or I mean, you could go down the rabbit hole and say, well, maybe there was some kind of interplay between podcasts and you says Twitter and the ads, and maybe that caused a, this net weird effect that was greater than the sum of its parts. But it's, it is is um, it is usually the best way of testing something. And so if you're finding yourself for it, like a lot of our clients will will join in, in the appropriate business side. They'll join. They'll set up their ads. They'll be running ads to a fourteen day challenge. That'll be bringing customers in. But they they don't want to stop Instagram organically, like all the stuff they've been doing, because they worry that that's the thing that might somehow be working. Because it was what was working a bit, very sporadically prior to signing up with us, and they have this sort of attachment to it. I think you have to be very willing to say. I'm going to stop that for a while and see, like, prove myself right or wrong. Um, but we'd like to know what you all think. So don't worry so, if you're a, a a big fan of the podcast and you're like, no, don't stop it. Well, no, please don't. You know, get in touch. Let us know what you want us to cover. We're not we're not saying goodbye forever, but um, yeah, I think the the point that you said made at the start of like what makes the most sense from now on is to answer questions. Right. If you have questions, we'll answer them. But if we have to keep coming up with stuff to say, believe me, this will not end up being very relevant for very long. So <laughs> we, we will quickly, and I promise you, we will quickly devolve the conversation into 
potatoes, anal cavities, um, all sorts of. I mean, the problem is maybe that's what the people want. Yeah. I think this is the first podcast we've ever been on where that cupboard's been open. Oh, yeah. So it scared me the other day because it just it opened on its own and something fell out next to me when I was lying in bed. And we just like, right, well, that's it. It's haunted now. Well. <laughs> I related to that. Not that related, semi-related. Reminded me of it when... In, I think I told you about this in my last house. It was just before we moved house, and I was sat in a dark room watching TV, and I had a a can of coke on the arm of the sofa next to me, and I'm just watching t- watching TV. I put my hand down on my leg, and my leg was wet. I'm like, hmm, interesting. So I was like, ah, oh, damn it, I've spilt it. Like somehow, weirdly, I've knocked a coke on myself and not realised. Which brings other thoughts of like, God, am I like, I'm losing like motor function and. But then I felt the kind of coke. I was like, no, no, that's still there. And then you sort of feel around and like quite a bit of you is wet. And you're like, have I, have I wet myself? Like what, what else has happened? And then, you, and then you feel when your hand is on your leg, more water hit your hand and start to run over your hand. And you're like, Something, something's going on here. So I turned the light on and there was just water pouring from the light fitting. Oh, and it what no. started as like a little bit then became a lot and then started coming down in like the corner of where the wall meets the ceiling oh. all the way around the room. And I was just like, because we'd sold the house. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, no. oh my God. Proper final destination type stuff. What and then it started there? happening in the room. So there was a tiny, tiny little gap in the, like the something on the roof that meant this tiny little stream of water got through. And what this guy who ultimately came and fixed it and sorted it out for us was saying was that, like, water is one of these things that once it gets into something, it just, like, if there's a gap anywhere, like, water water will find it. <laughs> wow. But for a minute, for, like, for, for literally three or four minutes, I was sat there sort of troubleshooting this problem in the dark. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's haunted. This is this is it. It's that's, uh, that's the typical pattern of you know, like the blood coming down the corners of the walls and stuff. Yeah, you're like, oh, well, uh, I've, it's been good. Had a good that, innings. So you, you'd you'd sold it by that point, and you were just waiting to exchange. Yeah. So you were so like, obviously we had to like rectify. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. No, we had to we had to rectify it. Um, but grim. But yeah. So the lesson is, if you want us to continue the podcast but you see you see what happened there we, we'd finish what we we're talking about and that could have easily been a 40 minute conversation about water and leaking and building work and all those sorts of things we'd nail the seo on all the wrong topics on propane based gatio gatio patio heaters exactly. the propane business is the propane business profitable question mark that's one of our one of our best performing key to, keywords <laughs> Brilliant. Bye. Bye then. Want to learn more about the systems we use to run 
build and scale propanefitness.com. Head over to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast and you can get your hands on our free training that covers the seven steps that we take with every client that we help build their own online business and also the seven steps that we use to successfully build Propane Fitness. We walk through the sales systems, the delivery systems, follow-up, remarketing, how to basically build your program so that it delivers coaching to your clients without you being there 24-7. We really do cover the full thing, right? And if you want to continue even further and potentially work with us, there's a chance to book in a call to have an informal chat with Yusuf or I to just basically see if any of our programs would be a fit to help you get from where you are to where you want to get to. So go to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast today and get access to that. If you'd like to learn just more about Yusuf and I, more about us, what we do, follow us on the various channels. The best place to go is our YouTube channel. We have a load of stuff from fitness content, productivity content, why Yusuf slept on the floor for several months, why he's been having cold showers. There's always stuff on there that's entertaining and hopefully informative. So just go to YouTube, search for Propane Fitness, and you can find out a bit more about us there as well. Speak to you on the next episode.